0: Continuing completed classics, fulfilling failed franchises, reinvigorating reviled rehashes, it's the follow-up showdown down with all gets Travis McMaster and Lauren. Hello all you uppers and downers and welcome to the follow-up showdown 3 AFIII, where this time around we give worthy second chapters to top 100 movies that don't have them. We're a podcast that pitches ultimate sequels to movies without them, and this season we're talking about all existing sequels to movies on both versions of the AFI top 100 list. I am your host, Paul Getz, and with me are my co-hosts. Audioverse award-winning writer, (laughs) Travis McMaster. How are you, Travis? (laughs) And the woman lucky enough to be in a relationship with an Audioverse award-winning writer, Lauren Picorni. Lauren, how does he take his coffee, and how amazing does it feel to get to be the one that hands him the cup? Oh, man. Well, he won't shut up
1: about how he takes it black, and how he is better for it, and I should (laughs) change to his ways.
0: It's a very different kind of answer than I expected you to give, so my <laughs> written know. response doesn't work. Oh, well, what? But, is it? Oh, I was expecting you to say something sweet. Uh, but this is more, <laughs> I like this better. In any case, we are also envious of you. Oh, yes. Yeah. My God. Okay, today's subject <laughs> is 1975's French Connection 2, sequel to number 70 on the original AFI Top 100 lists, 1971's The French Connection. Now, normally, I like to get right into the minutes, but I have some business I'd like to get out of the way first, starting with the things left on the table. Let's get these things off the table. I didn't get into this until a little later in the season, but there are a few movies on this list that from the regular list to the 10 years later list have moved in number, but I haven't listed all of those, so I want to get it out of the way. I'm going to do a full refresh. On all of those changes, and then from here you'll listen episode to episode. Right, we'll he's
2: going to list yeah. 100 movies, and then no. I'll list the 100 with the updated. <laughs> Take notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure it out as we go along as we do. But for now, I'm going to catch us up through song. Oh, are you going to sing have right have now? Yes, I have. Oh, my lyrics oh. all written down right here. A yes. live show. Yeah. Wonderful. It's a pretty basic song, but I'd like for you guys to fill in the transitions between verses. Um, Whoa. And I think it would be with something like that. Who sings it anyway? Thing the hoedown. You
2: don't, I don't know this. I, don't. I remember da, the hoedown. Wow, you want me to pick up a melody you right now? You know what, Lauren? Sing? Uh, Maybe just <laughs> you. I got, I got yeah. this. Oh, okay. we'll figure
0: it out. You can Whoop. follow the melody. See what? But I just need a little transition in between the verses. And I'll know
1: what the verses when verses are over. I would think so. I would think <laughs> so. I didn't
0: know that I was gonna be involved I yeah, wouldn't yeah. Have been <laughs> all right well toy story didn't join the list till it was 10 years later same goes for the last picture show so raise your floppy taters it's not till we hit good goodfiddles that there's an increased score which shoots on up from 92 instead of 94 Patton didn't make the cut for the 10-year meat parade. Easy Rider picked up extra points for its wubba-wubba fades. From 88, (laughs) it rose its way up to number 84. But Frankenstein failed the test of time, probably because it has no score. (laughs) Fargo came out in 96, just a year for the first list. You betcha that's why it's not on the list, otherwise i call bullshit. Titanic met with a similar fate. Hope the Macy's are in heaven. Our boy Rocky made the biggest climb, 78
2: to 57.
0: (laughs) American graffiti crews higher in 2008. From 77 to 62, the same year that it took place. All right. In the heat of the night, wasn't treated right till they made the second (laughs) list. The French Connection is our first to fall. Popeye Doyle would be pissed. AFI, AFI. Why, why,
1: <laughs>
2: why? <laughs> wow.
3: Yeah. That
1: was amazing. Yeah.
3: That was great.
2: Uh, well, hey, man, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Piano oh, Man. yeah, yeah that was terrific.
0: And then the other thing I just want to say, and I don't know how you guys are going to feel, but if you feel the same way, I would assume so from a personal standpoint. This is the first time on the show, before we get into the minutes, mm-hmm. I want to say, I, I don't know that I'd recommend this movie to everybody, The French Connection, but if you have any interest in watching it and you haven't seen it, I would encourage you not to listen to this to stop this episode and go watch it because I think in terms of how the movie plays out, it's important not to know. I mean, I know well, we've spoiled some other big things, I suppose. spoiled everything, really. But this was one that I didn't know about. Okay. And so to me, a large part of my enjoyment of the film had to do with
2: that. I look forward to unpacking what you're referring to yeah. after the minutes. Yeah. I-
0: you know what? I had an inkling you guys might feel this one. Oh, we'll see. okay, we'll see. okay. All right,
2: uh, let's, uh, let's just get, get into, into the, the minutes. We'll do the minutes. Let's, we'll get, get, the minutes. Minutes. let's
3: yeah. get these
0: minutes done. Yeah. To Travis X. Ready? Yeah. Usually. Oh, Travis can explain everything that happened in the French Connection and French Connection too in two minutes. Probably. And less.
2: go. Popeye. Gene Hackman. Cloudy, right? Yeah, Cloudy. Yeah. Roy Schneider, Schneider, Schneider. Cops work in a special case, tracking down like drugs, trying to find the kingpin, the French connection to the guys on the street selling the drugs. They're roughing up minorities. It's not a great look. They um, work their way up on Gene Hackman's hunches to find these these French dudes are putting drugs in cars and they're just buying them at auction for cheap because they're like crap cars. Um, and then it's just kind of like cop work while they cat and mouse each other um, until they finally capture them, the, the French Connection guy doing the drug deal, um, and that, then they just kind of let him get away, and then they chase them, and a bunch of people die, and Gene Hackman shoots the Fed guy who they were working with on the case, the federal agent, um, and then everyone kind of gets away, and it turns out it was all based on a true story this whole time, and there were American graffiti title cards letting us know that no one really served that much time considering, and um, everyone just sort of left. Um, it ends on a really jarring gunshot off screen that uh, seemingly, to me, meant nothing. French Connection 2, no Roy Scheider. We are just with Gene Hackman as he tries to track down this, this man who got away, this French Connection. They've sent him to Marseille, I believe, to uh, find him, literally just because he's the only one who knows what he looks like. Turns out that he was just bait, and it worked. And the French guy grabbed him, gets him addicted to heroin, then asks him why he's there. And Gene Hackman literally kind of is like, ah, just because I knew what I, you looked like. I don't know. Give me heroin. They give him so much that he ODs, and they throw him back to the cops. There's like an hour where we watch him detox. It's really interesting. And then he gets out, and they just do more cop work. And then he, they, they find him again, and the, the French guy. And Gene Hackman shoots him. He shoots him. He shoots him with a gun he smuggled into town. And that's where the movie ends. How am mm. I doing? So
1: you, <gasps> guys, nice that was, it. That was thorough that was good thank you it's great
0: yeah yeah
2: it's because the story is like the the way the story is told it's like un- unfolding uh uh-huh. you know like an old 70s you know you know how they do so it's yeah. not it's not that much to explain a lot happens texturally that's true you would mm. think mm. <laughs> okay yes
0: i am fairly well informed about opinions all around yeah. i would say <clears throat>
3: Uh, you don't know what my opinion is. At least yours. I,
0: I saw you reacting. Mm, I have some ideas. That's true. I don't have a poker face. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's just hit it with this question real early this time. Should this movie be on the top 100 films list?
2: Your mm, opinion. That, are we? Are you saying are are there potentially 100 movies? That could maybe be more important to American. Why are you asking filmmaking? question
0: this time? I've I, asked this question I'm, multiple times. Okay. Why? Why the distinction now?
2: Because I'm going to say no.
0: I understand. Okay, okay. Well, this is the first time you guys have said no. You're usually, in fact, yeah. the one that goes. I mean, I can see
3: blah blah blah. You know, like I knowing that going in, I, had no. a little, I had a little didn't say no. I had a little speech
2: prepared, setting up how unusual it was. I was, I was going into that, Paul.
0: Oh, well, good, we can cut past good. it, we're, 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 we're moving we're on. Great. We're <laughs> Lauren, you were cutting saying- a lot of stuff this, show, this <laughs> episode. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you were saying you didn't say no yet.
1: It's rather, I can, can see why it's on the list. Okay. It had a very uh, unique and different style of cinematography and filming, mm. camera work. I believe it is on there mostly for that, or mm. if it's not, then that's the only reason that I can see that it would be on there.
2: Okay. I, I okay. could be sold. Like, I would love to hear someone sell me on that, but just based on looking at it. Hmm. This is very, very...
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. I don't know that I was expecting to run well, do into you think... this strong of a wall. But no, I love... This movie blew me away. It blew you it away? It blew me away. The first okay. one? Absolutely. I thought... I thought. I, I guessed you would like it a lot. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Why? I'm just curious. For Through your lens, what about it, Red <laughs> Paul? Rude. <laughs> we <laughs>
1: tend to have... Uh, Opposite opinions on movies, oh, so because
2: she's the <laughs> a star lot. in her own heart, not yeah. always.
0: A lot of the time,
2: though. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right.
0: Yeah, well, I would say as a collective, it's more than the three of us having opposite opinions. It's me against this household. But yes, I do think that there is <laughs> a uh, there's a difference, generally speaking, sure. in terms of how we absorb things. Mm. My first memory of this movie, well, I mean, I guess I knew of its name, but then in college we. We watched it as part of a film class at Webster, and in those classes, your classroom was essentially a little movie theater. So I was—I really dug that. And so I would get really excited to watch all these, you know, important films the right way. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes I would find myself fall asleep or falling asleep, and I'd be really mad at myself because I didn't want to. And it wasn't the movie's fault necessarily. They were always night classes. College lifestyle—that's part of it, also. You get a lecture before the movie starts. And then, you know, it, it, sometimes this was a movie I fell asleep during.
2: Yeah, that makes and sense. And so
0: all I knew about it in terms of what made it innovative was that in the end, the bad guy gets away. That was all that I knew right. about it from somewhere. Hmm. But that was not what I got. I mean, that is does happen. A, a bad guy gets away. Mm-hmm.
2: The French connection.
0: Boy, I should know his name. They say it so much. In Charnier. The second Charnier. Yeah, that is what happens, but the bigger thing that happens in the ending is I equate it to a book I read in childhood, or was read in childhood, called There's a Monster at the End of This Book, starring Grover from Sesame Street. (laughs) And the bit is he keeps saying, next page, oh, the monster, the monster, the monster, and at the end of the book he says, it's me! I'm the monster! You know, isn't that... I don't know, fun, quaint, doesn't that (laughs) say something about the fact that you were scared and yet I'm a monster? This wasn't that, but it was very much an experience of, at least for me, the rug was pulled out that you are following the monster. Because the whole movie is about him being obsessed, but it's also Popeye, Jimmy Popeye Doyle, Gene Hackman's character, the detective after the French Connection, but it is also about him being right. He's right. He's right. He knows what's happening before anybody does. Mm -hmm. And the fed who he kills in the end is the guy who's just sort of facelessly making the claim that he has gotten a cop killed before because of one of his hunches. And then in the end, he's the cop who dies because of this hunch. And it's just like one of these. It's so simply set up, but it's so to my experience, well set up in that I expected. Yeah, maybe the bad guy can get away because the bad guy's good. Just like he's good, and life's not fair sometimes. What I didn't expect was this Vic Mackey turn of emotion shield. where the shield, yeah, he's a dirty cop. But in, in this, he is he's not a dirty cop, but he is a monster. He's a son of a bitch. He's a son of a bitch who his obsession is more important than the good of what he's doing, uh, and his need to be right. And I understand there is in the beginning at least some desperation to be right because he's like fighting a reputation, but The turn for me in the end of I've been with the bad guy the whole time was extremely effective for me. But what I would say, actually, more than that, as you were saying, like, what is it that makes this movie well regarded? I would say the thing that is most commonly talked about is the
2: uh, car chase. Yeah, sure. Which is weird that I didn't mention that it was a significant part of the movie (laughs) and is the probably the number one, number two thing people know about the movie.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible Car chase. It's a car chasing a train. Yeah. Which if I've seen it before or since, I don't know if I've seen it as well, but I certainly haven't seen it this way. Mm -hmm. Um, it was very, very cool and very realistic. And apparently, in terms of the way it was made, very dangerous.
2: (laughs) Because wasn't that one that car that hit it? Wasn't that an accident? It was an accident. accident. Yeah, (laughs) the car
0: that hits it, but they of course they leave it in. Of course they leave it in. And then the car ran into everything else. (laughs) Yeah. The most famous accident of that sequence is the car that was parked that it runs into, the man who had just parked that was not far away and so came back because uh, they were grabbing a lot of these things without permit and nice. and sort of guerrilla style and so then they paid for the repairs oh, for this geez. guy there's a lot of really crazy fun facts behind this movie but in
2: any case i really liked it well that certainly yeah. is a perspective that can sell me on the movie more I, I i didn't feel like i got that revelation of like oh i was with the monster because like i like i said the whole time i was just kind of like i even said it when we were watching i was like it's weird because gene hackman often plays guys who are assholes Mm -hmm. who you like because it's gene hackman and he's doing a great job but this was one of the first times where i just didn't like Mm. either of these two guys who often play gruff brusque unlikable men yeah um in a likable way Mm -hmm. Uh, but having said that and based on what the music was doing in this movie, which <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved, mm-hmm. I could see I could see viewing it through that lens and sort of like, oh, we're we're here, we're here.
0: But it's I mean, it's not like I don't agree that he's a son of a bitch from go. I do think that the movie, especially given the time it came out, I think that the hope for the audience is that they will get on board and that like he is a son of a bitch because of the job and what the job is and what he see I felt like he was the need to do. Was
2: doing the job because he liked to do that. Definitely that's true. Going over the line and it was out of control. That's like and had almost no redeeming qualities at all. Even in the second one, you can see him fighting tooth and nail to not have a redeeming moment.
0: I would say, I mean at least for me, maybe it was the veil wasn't on your eyes where it was pulled off my eyes. But I also think the second one is just sort of its own thing. We'll get into yeah, that. Yeah. But there wasn't a fun journey to watch him have for me in the second one. Because in the second one, he's wrong from go and just doubles down and triples down and quadruples down on being wrong always. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the experience I had in the first one. Because the, though the first one begins with, like you said, he's roughing up minorities. he's That's his beat. That's yeah. his thing as a cop. But then as the movie goes... He is right about the case. He knows exactly what's going on and he knows exactly what to do and, and people he still, still won't listen to him.
2: And he that was the my one of the things that left a sour taste in my mouth which yeah. maybe it was supposed to yeah. based on your reaction was that despite all of this ugliness it, nothing came of it. Even if they had caught the guy it seems like everyone got off pretty light. It just felt like there was so much destruction and violence and ugliness and the exchange you were getting even in a best-case scenario. And then even, but, even in that last scene, there just seemed to be a sort of general shrugging sense of like, oh, black. I mean, I think that
0: probably given the time period and what people are used to in seeing cop movies, I don't think there were probably many like this, where hmm. in the end it is for nothing. Because like the trajectory of it is he does get really close. Mm-hmm. They get there. They get there to bust everybody and find the drugs and find the money and stop the crime. And then it all falls apart. Right. Well, for want of just
2: one car behind them when they cross the bridge, they could have caught them.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. Maddening. So it's so it's tragic from so many different lenses. And I would say, like, you know, it's tragic from cloudy. The Roy Scheider character is seems to be I don't a better man yeah. than Popeye, better uh, cop too. But it's hard to say because his instincts aren't the ones leading them. His his stuff isn't the one getting
3: them well, closer. Well, he the he's criminal.
1: he's better at f- tailing people, much better. <laughs>
3: True, he is. He was the Gene Hackman was, good, was really uh, bad at Taylor. tailing people. Hmm.
0: I also I don't I, know about that. I mean, you see, Gene, you're just with Gene Hackman the whole time, so you see the good in the Gene bad.
2: gets well. He gets spotted and left, and then yeah. Schrader's the one who picks it up and pinches it off. What scene are you talking about? The same scene. What (laughs) scene? (laughs) The scene where the tailing scene, the famous tailing scene from French Connection, where the
0: French Connection has a tailing act. Yeah. Where they're tailing and tailing
2: and tailing and tailing. I'm talking about the scene where Roy Scheider tails him and doesn't get caught. So I don't know the specific scene you're talking about. But you remember when Gene Tackman got spotted.
1: On the train. Train spotting.
2: Yeah, (laughs) the train, sure. Absolutely. And in in the picture window.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the first time. Yes, right. So he yes. got spotted twice. Yeah,
2: and no one remembers Roy Scheider getting spotted. Yeah. Okay. Better at Very better tailing.
0: Sure. Yeah. Just like everything else, he he wants it too bad. Yeah. And that's what ruins the whole case. Right. He wants it too bad. Right. That's yeah. True. Which I, I don't know. I find I found to be a
2: compelling journey. I I was super on his side, uh, when they were ripping the car apart. Oh, and great. and the guy was great like, scene. "Listen, I took every piece of this car apart except for yeah. literally where the oh, come drugs on, are." Man, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Run, yeah, Irv! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, Irv. Irv? Yeah. What are you?
0: Well, but I think that that's they weren't expect he what he had never seen a drug operation that sophisticated. That's why we didn't
2: that's ask why... you what you'd seen, Irv. We asked you to take the car apart. Uh huh. I'm sure Gene Hackman shouted it quite a few times. Irv.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to listen to that guy over that's and over again. True. He's abrasive. I wouldn't. Fun fact, Irv, that's the real guy from the real case.
3: Oh. They, they,
0: they got him in the movie. So as you said, it's based on a real story. The story is written by Robin Moore called The French Connection. The real detective's names are Eddie Egan. That's who Popeye's based on. And Sonny Grosso, who Buddy Russo is based on. Both of them are also in the movie.
1: Cloudy. Sonny. That's cloudy cute. and
0: Popeye are also their real nicknames. Oh, in real life, I see hmm. Popeye because that guy was apparently always flexing, and his eyes were always open. You classic know, uh, reputation wise, Popeye's classic. Yeah, you <laughs> only got one eye open. Well, but his eyes were popped open. I think it was maybe Popeye. Less eye. of a, I th- uh, you know, I don't know. Probably okay. is more the flexing thing. I okay, see. but yeah. Cloudy was because he was grump.
1: And his name's Sunny. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: adorable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. Yeah fun working against work <laughs> so as you said it's based on a real story but according to william friedkin our director here by the way our writer here is ernest tidyman who also wrote the shaft movies oh, okay and high plains drifter he added the now legendary car sequence the car chase because no studio would touch the screenplay without it that oh. apparently was the hmm. selling point i could see well, i mean it did need it's one that, for the studio system that then pick me up right by that point in the movie, I was pretty excited to have it. Also, the shooting of the agent did not happen. It was essentially just, you know, the bad guy got away. That was sort of the real end of the story.
2: Okay, well, I'm glad, I guess, to have a terrible punctuating moment. Instead I think of that nothing. That's... You know?
0: Yeah, I, like I said, <clears throat> I wasn't ready to be impressed by the bad guy getting away, but that's that was the moment that impressed me, Yeah, was the punctuating moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Eddie Egan apparently didn't mind having that FBI agent die because he hated the guy that that was based on. Uh, he sounds a lot like Popeye, sure. so <laughs> he was a little Popeye. bit like, I would have loved to have shoot him, <laughs> you know what I mean? Next yeah. best thing. Yeah, but he was upset by the titles at the end, as you said, because those are not the facts of the actual story. The, well, what are we fucking doing? What do you mean? That's not.
2: Those are. Those
0: are. No, it was just gone. Just uh, made up. William facts? Friedkin refused to read this book and just went off the impression of the cop story. And though he did, he had these cops on set as consultants wha- for how those, it his cops are. But wha- such an
2: odd choice. I was yeah. already confused why we didn't set this movie up as a true story if we're finishing that way. But right. then to find out that the true story finish is also made up. Well, they the the guy did get away. Right. But, but like instead, the like, specifics the of, inf- of the rest is not That information is, true. is uh, fabricated. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, well, I-, I want you to, I want him to go in a little harder in one direction. You know, if it's based on a true story, let's, you know, let me know. Yeah. Let's it's, get some it's facts and It's confusing to
1: have this made up information
0: at the end. Well, I don't think it matters in terms of the movie, because if you don't know if it's a true story, it's, that's the story they wanted to tell whether it was true or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they probably thought they just made the best movie.
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. I agree more than either of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just like another whether... American
2: graffiti moment where you're just like, well, ah,
0: don't. No, I see. I love that. I love, I love that. In fact, because I was sort of used to, I thought, okay, this is trajectory of a regular cop movie, but the bad guy's going to get away. Then when it went a step further and good guy's the bad guy, mm-hmm. I thought, Oh my God, wouldn't it be fucking badass if it just ended right here? <gasps> it's ending right here! like You know what I mean? Like that moment, he walks away, the gunshot, like you said, it yeah, signifies yeah. nothing. I think that's perfect. And then you get the titles of what happened, and it's that the case fell apart, and they were disgraced. Sure. And it's like, and that's it. That's sure. the fucking story you're, you're, you're following. I mean,
2: I definitely have movies like that. Mm-hmm. that I love mm-hmm. that I would have to explain to someone who looks baffled. Well, I'm like, no, but that's the point is the part you hate.
3: Right. right true. Um, so yeah. I get
2: it. Clearly it was speaking to you because you, you made a wish and it came true.
1: Yeah. And like, it, it well, made sense to that you that, that happened. That's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. you were
2: so into the moment that you, yeah. you accurately like anticipated yeah. its next move. Whereas Lauren and I, when it happened, we so balked and discussed at each other. We were mm. baffled. Like, con- like when you do the magic trick for the ape, you know, and then yeah. it, like it, hits the glass that was us <laughs> i mean as much as i was
0: impressed by the moment i still didn't give i didn't really give credit to the time period that they would know to end it then i thought that the studio would have stopped them or something something would have happened no, where it's like it goes chase. a little bit further but it was i don't know it was exactly what i wanted it to be in terms of the way it played out okay hmm. right, well i'm sure you'll be happy to know that the french connection did not make or no it did make it's it on there from, twice. No, it did make it from the first list to the second list, but it's the only movie we've done so far oh. that rather than just be completely missing from the second list, dropped down. All the others that stayed on went up. Ooh. Oh man. This went down. This went from number 70 to number
2: 93 oh. on Whoa. the 10 years later list. Well, what 23 movies beat it?
1: 22. No, look 17. It up. 17?
2: <laughs> look it up. Yeah. I'm a writer. Wait, seven. <laughs>
0: seven. Not a mather. <laughs> the uh did you ever pee? pick your feet in Poughkeepsie yeah. thing that he keeps yeah. saying. That was based on uh, real interrogation tactics used by the real cops. Egan would always take on that lens of interrupting like regular questions that his partner was asking with confusing, confounding questions and statements to put the mm-hmm. uh, perp in the position of being more comfortable with the other guy. Sure. So he's more willing to tell the other guy anything because he's like, just keep that guy away from me. Right. Uh, and we even cop. saw I mean, him, yeah. it, like
2: yeah. a guy implicated himself in just his nonsense that he was asking him. He just kept saying like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, that was you. He like, he, yeah, he got stabbed. He your yeah, whatever. You just know. to, yeah. 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 So you could take him in and terrorize. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I get it. Doesn't work yeah. in France. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. We'll get into that. We'll get into what works in France and what doesn't now I can't wait to find out what you guys thought of that one. You but know what I thought of it. <laughs> so we got our director, William Friedkin, Exorcist, To Live and hmm. Die in L.A., Rules of Engagement, Bug, Killer Joe. These, these uh, Exorcist. These are all well-regarded. Exorcist, yeah, I Exorcist. One. I guess that's The original?
1: Enough. Yeah. Cool. The only one so far.
0: New
1: <laughs> one's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as like the sequels or Oh, there like are that. sequels. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Exorcist lot... 3 is great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brad Dorf. Right. <laughs> Raddorff. Doesn't automatically mean great. What? It means he's automatically he's great. great yeah, he's great. Sure, of course he's great. <laughs> You'll watch it for that. Yeah, you can do that much it, You watch it. You you gotta watch the watch second it. one first, though.
2: I've never seen it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that, that sweetens
0: the pot. Uh, William Friedkin credits his decision to direct this movie to discussion he had with Howard Hawks' daughter, who was living with him at the time. And he asked her what she thought of her dad's movies. He said, lousy. And then <laughs> recommended that he make a good chase, make one better than anyone's done.
2: That's a really good uh, Nellie Hudson. Who? Ne- Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Fuck. Nellie Hawk. Oh. Who? <laughs> the daughter. I just oh. gave her a name, but yeah. then I used the first name. Hudson Hawk. Right. Hudson Hawk. That's Not a right. dope name, though. I, I, yeah. That was a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't work out. What was that episode I was really funny on? Oh, have know. we recorded that let yet? Us, right in, write in and uh Please. let
1: us know which one that was. that was.
2: My fault.
1: <laughs> I thought my response was pretty funny. Yeah,
2: no, we're doing the comedy is to all go at once. You're doing great. You thought it was Thank very you. funny. Thank you can't all wait.
0: Can't all just wait. <laughs> Nothing would get done. <laughs> yeah, jump in. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta jump in. I'm can't wait to hear what you said later. <laughs> when I listen to this. Fans are gonna love it. Yeah. I, I got a lot of a lot of facts here. So many of them are about all the specifics of what made the car chase so crazy. Like you said, a real crash. It was long. Yeah, it, it was. was long. It was cool. I did like that part. Well, so they needed approval from the New York Transit Authority. The TA employee they spoke to asked for $40,000 and a one-way ticket to Jamaica. They asked why one way. He said, because I'll be fired after I agree to this. And after the movie came out, he was fired and no one knows where he are Happened to him where he, he went was, to jamaica went, I, knew, went I know he went to jamaica but no n- i mean he's never resurfaced oh interesting he that's got the, his escape
2: that's that's what
0: you want to do yeah
2: absolutely well, that's yeah. the dream take it is the money what and to do. then disappear yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: it's a cool thing that's, one of the most notorious uh car chasings of all time i got that done yeah <laughs> that happened they had members of the NYPD helping them block off some streets, but they did drive through streets that were not blocked off, so they were dodging real cars. Gene Hackman did some of the driving, though most of the driving was done by Bill Hickman, who played the FBI agent, uh, Mutterig, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh,
2: who was Do an expert driver. No, it's something like that. Like Muttered Mutterig?
0: No. Is that his name? Did I get it right? Uh, I, thought, that, sounds I right. thought you
2: said. That's what you That's said. That's the name you Mudder. made up for it. Yes, him. I said, whatever his name is. Muttering, whatever his name is. Yeah, Muttering. But then you kind of muttered Muttering. I thought that was a joke. It was complimenting you. I... Won't happen again. Great. <laughs> just... just mix up the Let's words. Let's just get through <laughs> it, Paul. Let's just get through it. I mean, they
0: were cutting corners all over the place. They were using a wheelchair. The cameraman was just in a wheelchair being moved around. The director <laughs> of the film was the one filming from the back of the car because he didn't have a wife or kids at the time and all of his cinematography <laughs> apartment It's worked. like I'll do it. Yeah. I got nothing to live for. Pretty much. He'd already made The Exorcist, so yeah. it, you know, it's all gravy. It's true. Yeah. It it's it crazy. And it worked out. Worked yeah. out real nice. I'm glad that part
2: of it. You liked it so much. Uh, I wish I liked it as much as you did. I didn't like it very much at all. I you liked know, I liked the music and of course the performances and Yeah well, not a bad movie, obviously. Mm. Um, but it was, uh, I felt it. I felt its length. Yeah. Mm Okay.
1: It was just like, it it was really long, especially considering how
0: slow. It was only an hour and three for minutes. Really? How slow the
1: pace was. The pace was very slow. I mean, it's like a case. It's like almost like a real-time case of them figuring this out almost yeah. it's,
0: gonna, it's gonna be slow <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not almost real time because it's like over a long time yeah but i mean but, you know but yeah i know what you're saying I, there is certainly a section of the movie that is all about the tailing mm-hmm. that i that was when i remembered that I, how i had fallen asleep the first time and right. was like i get it like <laughs> and if this is all this movie does from now on i don't get it but then i felt like once the car chase happened the momentum continued. Because everything that was happening after that was like progress, you were waiting for progress a lot in the tailing sequence it doesn't i'm'm not, yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to make you guys I can't I know I can't make you guys like the movie, but I'm just this is my well, you don't experience. have to sell me on yeah. uh,
2: i like I like hearing your experience. you don't have to apologize for it, Paul apologize for it. I like hearing mm-hmm. your thoughts on movies he's really like.
0: big on my name this today <laughs> it, fits, it fits a lot of things all right all right yeah hey, he's got a nice name <laughs> thanks. <laughs> the actors' notes. Let's get into that a little bit. We got, you know, Gene.
2: Gene, Jeaning all Gene, over the Gene, place. Gene, the acting machine. He's great. Sure. Generally speaking, of course. And in this. It's nice to get to see. I was I was saying this to Lauren when we were watching. It was nice to get to see a movie, an older movie like that, where an actor gets to be in it a little bit more, a little bit longer for longer takes and longer stuff. And you can kind of see them do a different style of acting. We're mm-hmm. used to seeing Gene Hackman sort of like in later films, when the style of acting is a little more like the performance is kind of honed and he's, he gets to hang his personality all over these lines that are very like set yeah. in stone mm-hmm. versus something like this. That's a little looser. Um, and you get to see, uh, you know, just sort of that side of, of his performance style.
1: He also he did like, his own stunts it looked like mm. it was a very physical performance both of them yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's um, running a lot i was like jeez it must have sh- been a nightmare that to was film. tiring to watch yeah
0: yeah yeah the santa claus rundown sequence at the beginning also mm. based on a true story but uh i think they that was like second day of filming and they did 23 takes <laughs> and he almost left the movie yeah
1: yeah he's 41 like i know that's not old but like that's but in the Not 70s. Not young for yeah, yeah. someone a in the 70s, 70s too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So the r- role was originally offered to multiple people before they got to Gene Hackman. Steve McQueen, yeah mm. James Caan, hmm. sure. Peter Boyle, interesting Lee Marvin, <laughs> mm. all turned it down. Well,
2: you can really um, see the anamorph of from Steve McQueen <laughs> to Gene Hackman. Mm. I didn't That's where you're going to get a Peter Boyle. Order. I
0: think James Caan would have been the better Transition to Gene. I didn't want to give you notes. But then the first person cast was never even heard of this legendary New York City newspaper columnist Jimmy Breslin. You know this person. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. He completed three weeks of rehearsal and then was fired in large part because he couldn't drive. Oh, um, well, not sure how he got three weeks in without that coming up.
2: They probably uh, just did the uh, you know filmed the other part first, and he was like, "This is embarrassing." Well, it was rehearsal.
0: They weren't mm-hmm. filming it.
2: And that'll be how. Yeah. They rehearsed the other parts first. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh,
0: they, they got to the chase scene. It's like, it took them three weeks to get to that part of the script because they're having such a good time. Yeah, I can have it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got I to gotta drive? I was kidding. Guys. <laughs> I assumed you meant up and down. I not ladder, only don't have my license, I'm not willing to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a wife and kids. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Roy Scheider was convinced he'd lost the part because of his audition, so he stormed out of the room and that got him the part.
2: Hmm. Um. Interesting.
0: Yeah, he's a stormer out of the rumor type of character, I'd say.
2: Uh, it just seems odd that, why didn't he have the part that that, was he like being too No, I think he probably he had it,
0: but I think that was like maybe the, the icing on the cake. I see. But I, who knows what was going on, because this next one's crazy. Fernando Rey, the guy who plays Charnier, was cast by mistake. Uh, William Freeman wanted a specific actor he remembered seeing in a movie called Belle de Jour casting director thought it was this guy who was also in that movie and then he was hired upon him arriving at the airport to meet Friedkin he realized it wasn't the man he wanted and he also learned that this man was spanish and spoke no french oh i was wondering <laughs> once at the hotel he called the casting director realized what had happened and then considered firing this guy but then found out that the guy he originally wanted didn't speak any english and he decided eh, i'll just stick with this We'll make it work. Okay. All right. I don't think I did well. I didn't know he was uh,
2: not doing French. Good. Seemed good to me.
0: I did notice he didn't speak French at
2: all in the second one. And Uh. I
0: thought I watched him speak French in the first one. Like with subtitles.
1: When he's eating the,
0: the oyster. Okay, that's a. Bit, uh, thank you for answering that. I, that was what I assumed that was, but I wrote down when that happened, what did he grab out of the puddle to eat?
3: <laughs> I remember,
2: so I watched this in high school with Mario, and the only thing I remembered about it was that that guy did that, and mm, I went- That's very early. I went, ew! Yeah. And Mario said, what? And I said, oh, I guess that's fine. Mm. And it just really shifted how I looked at food at a young age. <laughs> mm. wonder how Mario feels feels about this movie oh man uh, like how i felt we don't know that
1: they're put, best friends i'll put 10 on the barrel
2: <laughs> yeah but
0: mario and i've been yeah on the other side of things from absolutely you that's you true. just know i just know in this that's case. true
1: i'm not i'm not putting i'm not drawing I do any feel, lines you're right sand. i do I feel just, like uh, he would have to... immense trouble focusing on it yeah that makes sense it's yeah, very slow right.
2: yeah, yeah and he not. does not like sad endings mm. you can get me on a sad that's ending that's true that music was really good too. Yeah. It's because it was really like interesting and atonal, and like it felt like it was. It felt like it was in the movie you were watching. I kept saying like, I, "What is <laughs> yeah, this music doing?" I wanna, through. I would like yeah. to experience that. And you were over there having a the ball. I was having a ball.
0: I was having a varied experience because there weren't moments I knew I was loving it, and then I would be made to love it. Yeah, That mm-hmm. was my experience. Sure. So they went on patrol. The actors went on patrol with these cops to sort of see what it was like. Gene Hackman had a lot of trouble. Getting into this role, he didn't like the guy. He didn't oh. like how angry he was or horrible. Well, that's kind of sweet. Uh, yeah. Didn't like what he saw from the real cops. Oh.
2: oh. Um, Surprising turn from Gene Hackman.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know that he's not a nice man. I don't I know. That he's yet. not, but he certainly played don't know this where I'm guy. Getting exactly he's just really right. old. Oh. <laughs> he's 92. <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, so what I was referring to earlier, the man who did most of the stunt driving, the guy who played the FBI agent, he also did stunt driving in Bullet. Cool. I just have to yeah. yeah. So he's like a professional at it and he was good friends with James Dean. Nice. And on the day James Dean crashed and died, he was following him pulling James Dean's Porsche on a trailer. Ooh. So mm-hmm. he was present Ooh. for that event. This guy. This a bummer. Quite a uh, quite a history on Bill Hickman. Wow. Well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah
0: uh so the only uh, okay speaking of music the only music notes i got here uh william Friedkin said that the santana song black magic woman was during editing what they were cutting the chase sequence to they weren't able to use it in the movie but... i said
2: that to lauren <laughs> when we were watching remember i said, said this black magic woman? black magic one by santana and you were like what's yeah. that and i put it on and she was like let's just watch the movie and i was like okay but it lines up but well we forgot to but yeah interesting well so yeah, there's that's... not
1: really there's not really music in that scene right I, it's, it's just an interesting
2: music list yeah but perhaps
0: it can be like a dark side of the moon experience oh, where you go yeah. back and watch that sequence and play black magic woman see how it or how it plays
1: i mean editing is so based on timing it would just be kind of be interesting as an editing practice to choose a song to edit something to no matter what scene and mm. edit it to different songs and see how it plays mm. without the music
2: that sounds like a fun puzzle game yeah. that you would play for hours. <laughs> I <laughs> imagine that <laughs> many hours that probably happens all the time. Yeah. 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 It just time. it's just cool. Yeah. Uh, professional Hollywood editors, right into the show, comment mm. below mm-hmm. if that's a practice you execute. <laughs>
3: yeah. Or Must have not. 10 years in
0: the music. <laughs>
1: Tell us to
3: show them. Yeah. <laughs> Just
2: anything.
0: Yeah. Uh right. That would be good too. So the singing trio in that scene in the club mm. toward the beginning. Yeah. They were delightful, loved what they were mm-hmm. doing, the Three Degrees. They uh, This was three years before they released their international smash hit, When Will I See You Again. I love that song. No, not When will I see you again? Na, na, na. Can't Hardly Wait, end sequence. No. You don't like, you've never seen that movie? No, I
2: have. I don't know this, I don't know, recognize the song based right, on great. Those, uh, those. Great song. Uh, I they did, believe did a great
0: you. job. Well, cool. And I also liked watching that sequence. I really liked this movie. I liked that. Because there's so many movies, old movies now, 70s era movies now, that I really fight the urge to put on subtitles. I'm I'm not a subtitler like you guys, Mm. but I have to. Yeah. Because the mix is so bananas. Yeah. Or it's, I just have bad speakers, whatever. But, uh, (laughs) uh, soundbar, bad soundbar. But, that scene, you knew they were talking, it didn't matter what they were saying, and they were just talking. And it could just be an atmospheric scene. Right. And that, I thought the movie did stuff like that throughout that I yeah, really enjoyed.
2: that is always a really challenging part. That, certainly for me in high school anyway, that was the first time I had experienced uh, coming up against the challenge of that, a different style of filmmaking like that, where, mm-hmm. you know, nothing specific is happening. There's no close-up being punched into. The music's not informing it. Mm-hmm. You're just watching the scene unfold, maybe just to see what what this character would do in a situation like this. Right. None of this might come up again. You're just supposed to take away yeah. something else from it. Um, and that's I think a tricky thing to and, learn if you didn't grow up with it. Right.
0: It's making a character more real. It's making their world more full. Yeah. Just that you can be somewhere with them and be like, this isn't where I am. <laughs> 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 I am not at this club and yet and yet... <laughs> I feel as though I could understand it. <laughs> I have so much yeah. feeling
2: about it. Yeah, it's like reading a book. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's true. Feel, it feels yeah like it's exercising a, an adjacent muscle in my brain mm-hmm. to reading a book. So I got a fun. I'll throw in a fun fact
0: here. I never get to the fun facts. I completely forgot about them last time because I save them and then I don't do sure, them. Sure, sure. Because who cares? But anyway, here's my number three on this first one. According to William Friedkin, the significance of the straw hat yeah yeah rear, rear, rear the car was at the time a universal signal in new york city that the undercover cops in the car were on duty oh so that was the beginning oh of go the to shift. work yeah interesting See, I, that makes yeah.
2: sense i feel like and i i don't know about such things that there shouldn't be a a well-recognized signal yeah. for when the undercover cops go to work
0: i guess that's maybe or only should recognized there? by the cops
2: well but for how long
0: there should be
1: very recognizable yeah. signals
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: But that's always like the thing. Is both sides are doing that. Both right. sides have to come up with their systems, and those are the systems that will get them caught. You know,
2: like an Andor,
0: yeah, or the wire.
2: I was thinking. More. I was thinking about the wire too. <laughs> or Andor. Andor is more where or I'm at. Sure, sure.
0: All right. Before we move into the second one, let's do Lawrence Pecorner. Oh shit! Right. Yeah. Hang a left round, Lawrence back corner where she's starting to hit her stride. You can picture a new cast to an old flick with her, your guide. Uh, um, Lauren's going to recast the first movie in a reboot made roundabouts today.
1: Yeah. So I it's I told Paul it's always tricky to decide where in the cast to stop casting. In this movie, I just went with who I <laughs> call the main three, mm. which is Doyle, Russo, and Charnier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So for Doyle, I have Matthew Rice.
0: Oh, uh, Reese.
1: Reese, the Matthew Americans.
0: Reese. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good. He's yeah. a little old. He's older than um, like seven years older than Hackman was. But I think he'd be really good. Well, but Hackman good. looked seven the years type older than yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. Uh, for Russo, I had a little bit of trouble. But I went with Ryan Gosling. Oh,
3: Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. 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 Handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Roy, well, Roy Scheider.
2: Pretty he's yeah, rugged but he's uh right gosling's got the baby face
0: but yeah gosling doesn't look real <laughs> roy that's not his real. fault
2: we, can, uh, <laughs> well, we mess him up a little yeah you're right yeah yeah the character like you're I, right like right. roy
1: Scheider's face has incredible had incredible character mm. um i couldn't think of anybody who could be comparable but i thought you know ryan gosling could embody that role nicely it's your
0: sigma.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and for charnier perhaps no great uh surprise of vincent cassell
0: oh, oh yeah, sure yeah right, yeah. yeah always yeah. good wicked, fantastic wicked yeah love it could can be wicked not necessarily <laughs> a wicked man well he stole
2: yeah. uh that fabergé egg <laughs> or he, at least he thought he did <laughs> oh so he's right, fine. right. right. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Everybody oh. knows
1: Ocean's
3: Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> In Ocean, <Yeah.
2: laughs>
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: very good, very good. <laughs> that movie's fucking good. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. that'll never be on the showdown.
0: Yeah. Or will it? Because I don't like the
1: sequels. That's true people don't
2: really like the sequels. I do.
0: Oh. Yeah, no, no. I mean, oh, I, I was worried. I didn't want to say anything because I thought you were saying Oceans Twelve was so good. No, no, no. I know I, I know. Eleven.
1: I is know. I actually really liked Eight as well, but Eleven is always fucking. Good. Is it's Eleven yeah. is amazing. Yeah, beautiful. incredible. Yeah. We just watched it recently. Yeah, I'm we'll always, I'm always defending
2: Twelve. Welcome to Oceans Eleven talk. But we'll get into it. Yeah, uh, after. <laughs> uh,
0: because right now we're going to talk about French Connection Two. You have guesses on Rotten Tomato scores of these movies? Ooh,
1: no, I'll guess. I'm good at this. Um.
3: Mm. <laughs> French
1: <laughs> Connection, the original, I'm going to guess 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess French Connection 2, 47%. Wow.
2: What'd you do?
0: Not. As you, good as you'd think. Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking pretty good. 96% oh, that's pretty French good. Connection. Okay. Really yeah, that, that was 90%. the better one. Oh. French Connection 2, 84%. Oh, which wow. I, I I'm surprised it. That's about interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, personally. But let's get into you guys' feelings about French Connection 2. Also, before we do, I'm so sorry. I, did, I know I just set you up and then <laughs> cut you off, but it's the French Connection. Yeah. And yet every piece of marketing and anything you can find about this sequel is called French Connection 2 Hmm. I don't understand dropping the the. I think it's just dumb and weird and I don't think anything anything else has done it
2: like that I don't doesn't make
0: any more sense
2: I'm prepared to be on your side about this passionately
0: Hmm. oh my god I have to have a mild opinion about this
2: like about the what about them dropping the the
0: yeah because that's it's it's, it's the French Connection, the French connection, French connection, and, connection and French Connection Two. That's you can't just put two at the end of it. Like you can't. I mean, I guess things. We well, know done worse things. But they they got go.
1: they got Nightmare, the Final Nightmare, Batman, the Batman. They, I know they're but
0: doing stuff with sequels, two, but so they French, don't say Two Connection, but they don't say <laughs> Two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that you can't have a different title and go Two? <laughs> oh, I see what you. <laughs> I mean. see yeah. you
2: don't. But well, you you think that the is enough of a di- change that. It's a change. Foul. It is a change. a change. It's
1: a significant yeah. change. No it, it, that, that is a weird choice. One You're of the right. three
0: words <laughs> dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Anyways, what do you guys think of the
1: movie? I liked it more than the first oh, one.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only like
1: here's that is not to say that I liked it, uh-huh. but right. I, I at least was more intrigued by a number of the things it was doing along the way than the first one.
2: Okay. I was, uh, you know, less I thought it was interesting that they set up Popeye as an underdog like in France. Nobody. Sure. There's no one. So you sort of no matter how you feel about him in the first movie, you default to siding with him just as the protagonist who's being pushed Mm. against. And I'm like, I thought that was interesting playing with my emotions about how I feel about this guy. But that's kind of as far as my interest in what was happening went. I thought it was, I was embarrassed at the sequel idea because I was really racking my brain. Mm. And when they were like, he just goes to France to chase the guy. I'm like, oh, of course, that's great.
0: (laughs) That Um, was, okay, so then let's first answer this question before I,
2: should this movie have a sequel?
1: No.
3: No. Yeah. No,
2: it sounds like, I I didn't like it enough to have a sequel. Sounds like what you got out of it. Right. There shouldn't be a sequel. It's not be a gonna sequel. give you anything. It's I thought mess up what you got dumb to
0: have a sequel. Right. After, yeah. especially given how much like the ending. No. Yeah, leave it. No, thank you. It's all,
2: it's all good. The thing and that I liked about the French Connection 2. French Connection 2. French Connection 2. <laughs> they number they, 4 with a By song. the
1: way, they just really missed out by not calling it the missing link.
2: Did they though? Yes. Mm-hmm. French right.
1: Connection 2. The missing link and the connection. Right. So I'm just more awesome in my head, huh? <laughs> maybe you're awesome in uh, our heads no, too. Yeah, just but in this not, specific, it's not about you. If we're as hinging a whole all of your awesomeness person, on this one
2: thing. It's just this one thing. Yeah, maybe not yeah. to yeah. the degree that you a, think.
0: Because if you know you,
2: but that doesn't mean that we don't still you know a very everything high you have to offer in our heads. and, you know, and in the world you know, like, in general. You know,
0: and and music. I'm not saying just music, but music. Anyway, that was beautiful. Thank you. We're hilarious. But
2: what I really liked about it was how much time we spent with. Gene Hackman just cuz mm. they have him on hair they they're giving him injections of heroin for like 10 days it looks like Goodness 2 gracious. weeks 3 weeks Mercy 3 weeks all yeah. oh, right it was 3 yeah. weeks so he's yeah. just straight up his body is hooked on <sighs> heroin and he they really really let you see what the detox process looks like Gene Hackman is yeah. going full in on all of the in highs and lows and indignities and angers and, and shame and everything of of going through it. Really giving it everything mm-hmm. impressively. Mm-hmm. That by the time I realized we were like 10 minutes into this sequence, I was just into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets better and cop stuff happens again and I sort of I drift off. Yeah. Um, and then he shoots the guy on the boat and it ends right there. And I was like, that was kind of neat. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah.
0: And... The detox sequence in general was, well, getting hooked and then getting detoxed was, I, I had to give it to the movie that I wasn't enjoying. Okay, did not see this coming. Yeah. Did not, like, would not have picked this as a direction for the film. And so that in itself is innovative. Like you did something I wouldn't have picked and I get to see Gene Hackman act the hell out of it. Especially when you realize, like, you're like, like I, like I did, I
1: was like, oh, so next chunk of the movie is just mm-hmm. going to be watching him
0: go through this. Instead of tailing for yeah. Act 2, <laughs> it was drugs, yeah. uh, you know, for Act 2. But that sequence, much like the rest of the movie, I just found obnoxious. I found the movie obnoxious because he's obnoxious. Yeah. There's no ride to want to get on with him. You don't even want... He's... Shown himself the monster. So what you want from him is not to watch him go to France sneak in a gun yeah. Yell at everybody hit on and teenagers just never yeah. get Any better at anything and in fact be worse. He's not even doing good cop stuff mm-hmm.
2: So then at least he, he the... gets their informant killed, right? Yeah, right which that I didn't I'm even understand sure how, how that happened
0: I also don't understand the plan because and you put it in your minute in a way where it felt like you did understand. Oh, what? But I didn't understand the plan to get him hooked on heroin and then give him back to the cops. Oh, my, and take, how that benefited my take on the... that was that
2: Char yeah, Charney yeah. did not know why Hackman was in Marseille, so they, right? Him, I, I know, yes, so they get him because hooked he, on heroin so yeah. that he will tell them, right? And then when he tells them he that wants it's to know nothing, what they know about his operation and right. he, knows nothing, he knows nothing, so nothing. it doesn't matter. So then they. Just give him a bunch of heroin to OD him, and then yeah. throw him back to the cops. Either I took that either just as a message, or like if he dies, he dies. Or
1: he's just not needed anymore. Need anymore. He doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't know.
2: Well, he's not
0: needed anymore. But then it's like they don't change any part of their operation, and he is fairly easily able to find them again mm-hmm. because he remembers where he was, and mm-hmm. he sets it on fire. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it didn't make any sense. Like it, it, it took you know any kind of heightening of. The back and forth out of it because I was like, "Well, you just gave him another chance sure. to get you sure. Didn't love the He movie. came here to get you.
2: Not a great movie. Okay, no, not but... a great movie. Great <laughs> sequence, not a great movie.
0: It was a great sequence, although, and as it would be, it was obnoxious because he, a detoxing person, it's like he's not only an asshole, right? He's now an his, asshole his plus biologically, yeah.
2: yeah, like in hell, yeah, yeah. That's and that's what I meant about like him resisting any redeeming moment because even like. As he's at his lowest point and he like physically can't, you know, be a piece of shit anymore. And he has to accept the the tender care of Henri. Yeah. um, He still like, you know, snarls and barks and calls him names a little bit just because like he is like he is like like you said, he is the monster. He physically can't. Right. Be kind. And it just makes Henri look even more.
1: I did really. I did really like Henri. Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: he ended up being like super chill.
0: Yeah. like just he was perfectly reasonable admirable
1: just like handled handled his
0: shit well and the fact like I was with him from go because when Doyle shows up I'm waiting for why is he here and then Henri's just sort of like
3: why, why are you he here? here like yeah. <laughs>
0: and then later on the phone he said he talks to Doyle's captain or whatever and is like you should tell him he's bait or what mm-hmm. like he sets up for us the audience why he's here but it doesn't make that much more sense right the setup of the movie but yeah like yeah just have gene hackman wander
2: around Marseille, yeah being abrasive until crime gets solved now never (laughs) mind that technically it worked
0: (laughs) yeah well and it but it worked in a non like by the time they're getting into the gun fights that stuff was as grating to me as any of it where it was just like it went from Okay, Gene Ackman screaming, you know, mm. about wanting heroin and and, and now <laughs> for 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Like it did none of it grabbed me until I will say my favorite sequence, probably not acting-wise necessarily, although the running was crazy, but was 45. the suit of Shaunier at the end when he's on foot, mm-hmm. relentlessly going yeah. after him, and his body looks exhausted yeah. and like insane like that he's was, literally uh, about like he's about to die yeah just killing this guy that was the car chase from the first one equivalent of what the second one had was foot chase and essentially just trying to catch up to a boat yeah
2: which was pretty cool and it's first like, a train he rem- then a boat he reminded me yeah. of men in black yeah yeah although that's it's chased down quick. a cephalopod on foot
0: right but this, I
2: thought, was Black.
0: more effectively exhausting. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Like and just like that breathing audio, just like
0: yeah.
2: I would say though that if you are a fan of The French Connection, um, check out French Connection Two. There's not nothing there for you. I don't think you're gonna, based on Paul, mm-hmm. like it very much.
0: Yeah, I would say don't check it out.
3: Well,
2: That's not, not, what not even I would for the say. Hackman. Detox. No, because I. Performance?
1: Not even for the hack of it? Nice. Uh, you could
0: look up scenes.
1: YouTube. That's probably what I
2: recommend. The Gene Hackman detox, detox scene. sequence. Um, it's
0: long, though. Even that was long. Yeah, like, if you got long like an hour. It. So this one was written by Alexander Jacobs, who wrote Point Blank, The Seven Ups, An Enemy of the People. Never. I don't him. know those. Uh, Robert Dillon, who wrote Muscle Beach Party, Bikini Beach, The River. Flight of the Intruder,
2: Deception. Never specifically Flight heard of, any of those. Flight of the Intruder.
0: Yeah, it had a decent cast. I think. Oh, Will, Willem Dafoe's in Flight of the Intruder.
2: Oh, I don't know that one then.
0: Uh, and then Laurie Dylan, and this was really Flight around. of the right
2: Navigator.
3: Mm, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was way off.
0: Oh, so in terms of things that are true, because French Connection Two is completely made up, not based on the book. Right. All that happened in terms of that case was the Frenchman got away and died peacefully <laughs> in France the
3: uh Aww. the kingpin yeah
0: but the things that are real in french connection to are that the heroine was stolen uh after the bust oh, okay. from the original case okay which they mention uh and also that the eddie egan who jimmy doyle is based on what did have a tryout for the yankees in his youth and did know a uh, at that oh, point, young I'm Mickey, known Mantle. Mickey Mantle! Hmm. Oh, that—that
2: that was a nice little bit of character, yeah, character story. And, and I do, and I do some like softness, yeah, to Doyle. I do yeah. like getting to see actors, you know, doing their acting, and you can always tell when they're like, "This is an acting. I'm doing my acting scene in my acting," um, and it's just so much fun to watch someone who can do it very well. It was one that was written like
0: a monologue you have assigned right. in an acting class. Yeah. that one. I yeah, terrific. That. I like that. So. More fun facts. Number two. For the second one, this is the first movie, and perhaps this is at least related to the dropping of the the. <laughs> doesn't forgive it for me, but this is the first movie in Hollywood history to have a title and just two after it. Whoa. The Godfather Part 2 had happened, but it was Part 2. Part 2. So this Not is the first one the two. first time that's two. just two. That's crazy. And they dropped the the. That's crazy. So they didn't know what they were doing with twos. <laughs> At the uh, time, well, oh, I wow. think that's
2: that's a terrific little uh, little cocktail party fact for you listeners. Yeah, not bad. Uh, you don't have to add the part about the the. Um, you can. I find it but extra it's...
0: fascinating. It layers on your cake. Uh, you know, what? bring up the the. Just read the room. See how it goes. Yeah, start with the two, and mm. then move on to the the.
2: And then comment below, uh, or how just it went
0: as an aside. Like it should be like this. The delivery is exactly like. Did you know that? <laughs> The French Connection 2, actually, funnily enough, it's just French Connection 2, is the first movie in Hollywood history to, you know what I'm saying, like, just yeah, you know, say as it, an aside. Yeah,
2: say it exactly like that and yeah. let us know if they mentioned the, the But finish bars. the sentence. No, yeah. Finish the the Trail sentence. off.
0: And then also my other fun fact for this one was the scene with the bartender where mm. he's make, yeah. having him drink. I'm going to have a drink with somebody. Also Henri. Yes. A lot of Henri's. <laughs> yes, yes. Which I liked. And yeah. I liked not calling attention to it either. Yeah. That was um, improvised. Completely improvised. Oh, that oh, whole thing and them uh, walking out together. I actually, stuff. I did like yeah. that.
1: Like, I think that maybe was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I like because I was so nervous when he sat down and started talking. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be like a shit to him, like everyone else. But yeah. Then it ended up like they finally it? understood each other. Ended up being cute. I
0: liked yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I think that guy's speaking no English helped them get along. To the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can't be an asshole to you, so <laughs>
2: drink. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Watch French Connection too. Yeah, there's right. some stuff in there. Yeah, <laughs> there's right. some stuff. It wasn't. In there. It
0: was not as bad as they call me Mr. Tibbs. So yeah, it's oh, true. That's... It that. Uh, so other sequels. There was meant to be a third in which Gene Hackman was paired with Richard Pryor as his on-screen partner Whoa. as Popeye Doyle. Uh, once again, it was supposed to happen in 1979, but then the second one uh, was box office failure. Mm. So was it meant to be a comedy? Maybe, uh like Da uh, like Richard Pryor, Richard did, Pryor he, did he did some, some drama more sure. drama stuff, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe he maybe was I'm just interested making a in that
2: Superman connection, right because of
0: yes, yeah. understood that that changed the genre of that series. I imagine there would be a little more comedy,
2: and then forty eight hours came out, that's Eddie Murphy, m- not many yeah. years later, oh right. sure, but yeah. I just mean, like yeah. if Hollywood was sniffing around for, yeah, that kind of that makes sense sing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cop movie, yeah. Buddy movie with like the funny black comedian and the straight edge grumpy Mm. white cop. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then in 1986,
0: there was a television film starring Ed O'Neill as Popeye uh, Doyle. And it was a sequel to the first and the second. So there is technically out there a French Connection third and and Modern Family. Modern Uh, But Little Giants. Wayne's World. Yeah. uh, Party time. It's out there. It's just not Gene Hackman. And it was meant to be a pilot, but never got picked up. So it just became a TV movie. Also features Candy Clark from American Graffiti. Debbie from American Graffiti movies. But
2: I can't imagine a failed pilot makes for a good third movie.
0: No. And it's a TV movie (laughs) in 1986.
2: Right. So it's not,
0: I don't imagine good. But Ed O'Neill. But I like Ed O'Neill. Right, I'll watch him. Uh, you know, we do...
2: <laughs> I mean, I won't, but...
0: <laughs> We've not turned our nose up some things of sure. similar quality, I think. Sure.
2: I, I managed to find nice things to say about Patton's return. Sure. Sure. Son of Patton. What was it called? Last, last, days. Days, last, of last days of Patton. Last
0: Days of Patton. Yeah, directed by... The second one was directed by John Frankenheimer, who did The Manchurian Candidate, Island of Dr. Moreau, and Ronan. Nice. So he got his legendary car chase in there eventually, but so that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much. You know, all I've never seen stuff.
2: Ruff.
1: Me neither.
0: Yeah.
2: but I do remember seeing a special feature once about how they made sure they went and recorded the specific sounds of the specific cars, mm. like had them up on like oil changey thingies, recording for the Oh, movie. that's that's cool. And I remember saying yeah. like, I don't think you needed to do all that. <laughs> but probably they had fun doing it probably. if they were interested in it and, and i'm sure like there that. are people yeah. who could hear a car and go like that's not what that car sounds like sure. yeah. surely that person's out there sure yeah, yeah. um uh, so almost not really worth saying well i do remember
0: <laughs> a car commercial nice. where the bit was you know the car's driving windily and fast and cool <laughs> and there's a person in the back with a blindfold on. I think the tone of it is you're meant to assume they're kidnapped. And then at the end of it, you realize they're in on it and they take off the blindfold and the driver sort of like inquires them like, Hmm. And then the person says Ronan. And then the driver says French connection. oh, Because they're mimicking the, the car,
2: chase. car chase. Oh, from that oh, Okay, no, that's, movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's nice. And what a great way to tie what I said into all the shit you just said right for the podcast yeah i was helping you that's great yes that's great thank helping you. us
0: i was helping us okay my next well, no, i'll wait for fun facts let's just do unsung heroes hit it ball jr
3: unsung
0: hero.
2: Does forget, have them? I forget my unsung hero for French Connection 2. Okay. My my hero for the first one is the guy who seems to be really confused and angry about the like four dogs he's walking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember he was like crossing the screen right before a cut as a truck went the other way. It was just unusual because he had two dogs wrapped around this way and two dogs wrapped around the other I way. Do remember and he this. was just making like a stink face. I don't yeah. remember him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's unsung.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Um mine is uh the guy whose car Doyle stole, because you know he's like, "Oh, I'm 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 a police officer. Oh, so yeah. I need your car." And I said, "How's he gonna get it back?" And then yeah. the guy goes, "How am I gonna get it back?" And I'm like, "All yeah. right, he gets it." Yeah. So
2: I'm wondering if this is the movie that 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 trope comes from. Like that's why that shows up in so many cop movies and in cop media after that. Mm. I don't know if that's an actual. I mean, I assume anyone with a gun on their hip can get a car yeah. from someone, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know if it's like a cop actually has the legal right to just commandeer a vehicle to chase someone off. Well,
0: then there's the turn of it, of the thing you're not used to seeing in So I Married an Axe Murderer, where he's like, hi, I'm a police officer, I need to commandeer this vehicle. And Charles Grown goes, no. <laughs> you remember this scene? Yeah. He won't let no. him take the car. Yeah. No, yeah it's, it's been good. too long. It's, it's been good too scene. long. I've been well, saying that- we need to re- rewatch it. That whole cop's arc is trying to make his cop life like cop TV and cop movies and everything is going the other way. We should should watch it. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. My Unsung Heroes from the first one. I like the cop who got, unfortunately, got shot on the train by the other evil French guy, the Mm. the hitman, because he was so earnest looking.
2: And he was actually the... I thought that was the train
0: man. He was an actual New York uh, Transit Authority policeman. So he was both. Oh, okay. He was a cop mm. on train the cop. train. Train cop. So he was good. But uh, my real unsung heroes, I kept seeing people I thought looked like people. There was a guy who looked like Ernie Hudson hmm. in the hmm. first bar scene. There was a guy who looked like Sasha Baron Cohen in the scene where they're uh, buying the scrap parts. And I knew I knew that wasn't Sasha Baron Cohen. It could have been a young Ernie Hudson. but I don't remember. I didn't see any of these guys. And then the chemist... Who tests the heroin? Yeah. fun fact that was real heroin they used in that scene. Oh, they almost damn. never do, but apparently they did that time. What? Yeah, weird. Why did they get uh, to do that? Maybe because they were working with so many cops on this movie. They're like, hey, you know, we have, <laughs> we got this room. <laughs> I thought that guy looked like Hugo Weaving, um, to the point that I,
2: said, I looked um, it up.
0: Guy Pierce. I did say Guy Pierce. Oh, interesting. I did say
3: that. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. And yeah. mine for French Connection two. <laughs> Is uh right at the end of the scene where um Henri is uh digging through the fish and they go in the building, it sort of mm. like pans out and you see all the fish and like all the fresh fish and seafood and you just see a little cat pop his head <laughs> around the corner. Oh. Like, hey guys.
0: Nice can I have some fish.
2: Yeah. I yeah. missed the cat too. He made
1: I, me laugh out loud, he was great.
0: I clocked the adorable dog that's just kind of walking yeah. down. There's a lot yeah. of cute uh, dogs probably. in the movie. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. reasons to watch French yeah. Connection too. And French Connection. Uh my the mine for thank you. <laughs> Very important distinction. Uh mine for uh French Connection to Unsung Hero was the log that knocks out Henri uh when Popeye saves him when the water is gushing in, when they're you know, oh, they're, yeah. they're oh, making I think the, think with the I, I yeah. think I missed yeah. that. I, missed well, I didn't that see part. that log either. Well, there's tons of coverage on the log and on logs in general. There's something to do yeah, with like big hold, logs, them up, uh, and they the s- all seem and are, I'm sure, real logs. Yeah. Until the one that hits Henri, and it was just so fun to watch it go foam! <laughs> like, <laughs> like because it's a you know it really like sweeps up on him in water and it's just I so totally en- completely missed. And that so clearly foam.
2: yeah an entire bonking.
1: I think you might have been falling asleep
2: you were sleeping no Mm, no i do uh, (laughs) travis i do remember commenting that like one thing that the movie had going for it is i i had never really seen an action sequence in a dry dock that was then filling with water Mm -hmm. i thought that was fairly it's cool yeah i just
0: yeah for me i felt like unlike the first one yeah conceptually i agree yeah unlike the first one where the action sequences though they take a minute to get to do seem like whoa this is like So well done, or like this is like crazy to watch. By the time they were getting to action sequences in the second one, they just felt like every not great action movie back then, seventies, eighties action stuff. Until the chase, I I think these movies just know how to chase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we'd figured out chasing pretty early on. It was like the first action thing we could do. Yeah,
0: (laughs) great chase in uh, you know the heat of the night. Crushing on chases back then. Sure, Planet of the Apes, great chase. Oh, yeah, yeah, so let's get into the pitches uh, I'll go first thing. Okay, oh, good. Shit. I, was, I had an order pick this time. Oh, you son shit. Of sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, no, no. It's no, 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 okay. it
2: you. Okay. Oh, okay. We are one mind
3: Oh, no <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's why you've been so mad yeah. lately you know? yeah. <laughs> I must say mr. Boyle that you were the one person I did not want to see again Popeye and cloudy go their separate ways or are separated rather, after the mishandling of their French drug case. Cloudy gets sent. He moves off to old sunny California. Mm -hmm. Um, And Popeye is just desk jockey, you know. He won't stop working the case, Popeye, mostly because he's a stubborn bastard and he keeps in pen pal contact with Cloudy. They send each other case photos and theories, but mostly it's Popeye on the case and Cloudy, calming down on the sunny coast, just likes talking to his own old friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone has to. Internal Affairs investigates Popeye after a new DA is elected on the platform of cleaning up his own backyard, and the Fed who is shot down means Popeye is on the chopping block, and Cloudy is deposed. It's a show trial, of course, and Popeye hangs himself on the stand by being a piece of shit. But his buddy Cloudy goes to bat for him one last time. They go for a drink together, and Cloudy mentions that since it looks like Popeye is out of a job here and probably can't even get a gig as a security job at Macy's, why doesn't he move out to California? Some fresh air and sunshine might do him good. He's even got a place he can stay. <laughs> their eyes linger and their half smiles don't fade. But the picture does to Black before we hear Popeye say yes, of course. And that is the French Mist connection. Mm. I guess I put them together. Kind of like a Gracie and Frankie thing. That's cute. Thanks. I had Grace to go Grace and Frankie? What did I say?
0: Gracie and Frankie.
2: I I know we're pretty good.
0: So my fun fact to break up these pitches with his casting in this film, following his 1970 year old as Patton's driver in Patton, that awesome stunt driver man, James Dean's friend Bill Hickman, joins a select group of actors who appear in back to back best picture Oscar winners. Others include Clark Gable, Christopher Walken, Meryl Streep, John Goodman, Guy Pierce, and Michael
2: Keaton. John Goodman?
0: Yeah, I don't know what the movies were, but I, the only one I knew right off the bat was like, oh, Michael Keaton, Birdman Spotlight, back to back. They both mm. were best, so it's, you know. I'm going to go next. Yeah, yeah, it's your... Then there we go second, whatever, see what happens. <laughs> I don't think the order matters
2: as much as you think it does. But I still you think there should think be You one. would not think that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Popeye's here. Get your hands on your heads. Get off the barn. and get on the wall.
0: Opening shot. Close-up of Cloudy facing camera with his eyeline slightly above it. His right hand raised, he's being sworn in to testify. Once he's told to take the stand, he clears frame to reveal Popeye Doyle at the defense table looking surly AF. Open credits.
2: Yeah. Does it is there a the or Well you
0: we'll Okay, get to well, the we'll, title. Get there. we'll get, get that the we'll title get that at we'll the get end. There. Yeah, yeah. Years later. So we can assume what happened. Right. Testified against him. Popeye Doyle is now a private investigator. Nice. He's up to his old tricks, tailing a guy to gather evidence of an affair he's been hired to look into. Upon presenting, back at his office, presenting his evidence to the hiring husband, the husband denies their validity, unable to face the fact that his wife is cheating. He refuses to pay for the doctored photos. Popeye threatens him with physical violence unless he pays up, classic Popeye, Mm you know. Though he's long severed from the force, we see it doesn't stop him from trying to tip active police off to criminal conspiracy theories based on his own observations. He's trying to be in there. Sure. Dwight Schröding. He he can't be without it. Yeah. Most won't give him the time of day, but a few seem to listen. On one such occasion, while hanging out at a police bar, Popeye is confronted by his old partner, Cloudy, who tells him to get lost, that he doesn't belong. Wow. This quickly devolves into a knockdown, dragout drag-out fight ending with Cloudy is the victor and Popeye out on the street. Yeah. The next day, battered and bruised, Popeye is surprised by two consecutive visitors to the office. The first is Gertie Koufax, the <laughs> 20-year-old daughter of the husband who had hired Popeye at the beginning of the film. She's interested in seeing the evidence for herself, and after doing so, goes on to express interest in doing what Popeye does. Asks him to teach her, Popeye refuses, asks her to leave. Second visitor is Cloudy. Popeye prepares for another fight, but Cloudy explains that it's not what he came for, though Popeye knows he had it coming. Popeye says something shitty like, maybe I did, maybe that's why I let you win. Cloudy goes on to explain that the police department he works for is almost entirely corrupt. Everyone is in the pocket of local crime boss Dominic Pacello, including Cloudy himself for fear of his own safety. He's got a wife and kid to look after now. But he's tired of it, and as much as he hates to admit it, he thinks Popeye might be the only one hungry enough and crazy enough to bring these guys down. And so begins our main adventure, what follows is an edge-of-your-seat thriller that includes Popeye begrudgingly agreeing to and then proceeding to train Gertie throughout the film after he catches her trying to tail him. He tells her, you can watch me, you can learn from me, but always remember one thing, you can't trust me. As the danger of the case increases, he attempts to shoo her away for her own protection. There's a chase scene as epic as the first, but this time involving Popeye as the one on the run, trying to avoid being seen by some dirty cops. There's a moment where Popeye and Cloudy are spotted conspiring together by one of the main baddies. Popeye stages it to look like he's threatening Cloudy, making himself public enemy number one on all sides. Mm -hmm. At the climax, Popeye is close to having all the pieces together to make this bust, but is cornered by and murdered by a group of the bad guys, with Cloudy present unable to do anything about it, because Cloudy's still in the game, as far as they know. In the end, Cloudy remains stuck working with the criminals that run this town and killed his former partner. But, in a close-up shot that mimics the very beginning of the film, Cloudy clears frame to reveal Gertie tailing the villains and watching their every move. And this is called The Blue Veil. Nice. The Blue Veil? Yeah. Why is it called <laughs> Because it's the cops, so it's blue. Okay. Ah. Uh... And the veil is... the. Thing that's masking like the, the truth. F- like the Phantom
2: menace Whoa. True. Okay. Who's playing yeah. Gertie?
0: First thought I had was Jodie Foster, but I didn't look no. up the uh, oh, yeah. but, but I didn't look up the ages. She's probably too young.
2: No, because if you watch Bugsy Malone, oh yeah. Absolutely. No, whatever age she was, or you 75? know, 75. What's the other one? Taxi? Yeah, yeah. Taxi in. Driver. Taxi driver. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> <Loder>. Not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Martin Scorsese? Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Damn yeah. it. W... No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, Jodie Foster, terrific. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, great. that's great. great. That's really good.
0: I definitely read Cloudy as more. Popeye's dead in his eyes at the end. It's great. That moment of change of the you uh, killed him.
2: I'm gonna go get his ass. Sure. You know. Oh, I don't think I don't guy. think they should yeah. actually end up married. All right. So fun fact number one. Fun.
0: F- the, yes, exactly. Number one, my Paying favorite attention. fun fact, and this is why we had to. For our dinner, eat Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Not just because of Popeye Doyle, but because the location of the bar where Doyle makes the milkshake with the drugs Yeah. is now a Popeye's chicken fast food restaurant founded by Arthur Copeland, who named his restaurant chain after Popeye Doyle.
1: What? Popeye's is named after
2: Popeye, Popeye Doyle? It's not is named correct. after
1: the cartoon pirate guy? Sailor? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> the Sailor Man.
0: I, I mean, Popeye... That Popeye exists in this universe. They that they make sure, the jokes about right. spinach and stuff.
2: Oh right, right. And makes those jokes. That is that's crazy. Wild. And also, that I didn't know that seems that's weird. just
0: uncommon knowledge.
1: It I seems feel. like something
2: we should all.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that the real man who the character is based on was called Popeye because of similarities to the Sailor Man. Mm-hmm. Makes me assume that Popeye is only that fictional character's name, or is it a nickname to be used? You know, what I mean, oh, It like that was great. around before.
2: I don't, that's a great question. I don't know. I've never heard of it referenced outside of the Sailor Man, except for the chicken place and the French Connection, which it turns out, it's been Sharn- dead all the whole time. <laughs> Synonymous. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just one Popeye. Lauren. Here we go, here we go. Now
1: onto my goof-ass pitch. Wake up, pitch. wake up. All right.
2: Got it for you, Randy. Just came in from downtown.
1: With Charney at large still, and his accomplices generally getting off with little more than a wrist slap, Russo and Doyle's reassignments are carefully chosen as to keep them as safe as possible. Witness protection, without actually being in witness protection. After the investigation into Doyle's accidental killing of his colleague concludes, Doyle receives a demotion and is reassigned as sheriff of a sleepy town in redacted Arizona. Mm. (laughs) For his own safety, Russo is given a demotion in title only, a new identity, and is relocated with his wife and two sons to a remote town in Massachusetts. Russo struggles with the change of pace, but welcomes a newfound peace and quiet. After all, the crime rate in New York will kill you. With his first summer as chief stretched out before him, Russo hopes for a calm season (laughs) and a warm (laughs) warm reception from the locals that, that upholds the values suggested by the name of his new hometown. Amity, as you know, means friendship. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay. Okay. Crossover.
0: Yeah,
2: okay. Oh, I was hoping. She you... was so pleased when she <laughs> arrived at that.
1: Oh, and it's called the friendship connection.
3: Oh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, it's We <laughs>
0: both went with friendship. friendshipy themes. Yeah. It was fun. And also, Friends.
1: friendship sounds like French.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh! Oh, that's honestly why Friend. I was so excited about it.
2: <laughs> we should vote now.
3: Yeah, let's vote. Oh okay. yeah. Who's uh oh, you in go, order you of pitch go first? Yeah. Right,
2: I vote for uh Paul. Pitch was great. Thanks.
0: All right. I feel like I need to hear Lawrence again.
2: Jaws. I
0: understood the ending. <laughs> but was the rest of it basically that both
1: Doyle and Russo are reassigned for their own safety. Russo goes undercover with a new identity and moves with his wife and two sons.
0: So Doyle's just out of the movie yeah. at that point. All right, I guess Travis is out. Yeah. Yay. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, Lauren.
1: I vote
0: for Paul. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Thanks, of guys. Of I appreciate it. That's you know, terrific. it's nice.
2: That's- We're going now. Bye. You know, you always do such... Yeah, you're earnest right. pitches they're good pitches. No, thanks. Yeah, they're a little long, but they're really good I don't think we <laughs> should be, just, be just...
1: <sighs> Remember how long pitches used to be I know. like yeah, we I used do. to go all yeah. this is
2: great We're really yeah, uh, yeah. the two-minute mark or whatever. No. It's really we're doing great.
0: Uh, yeah, I am trying not this episode I guess but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully next time I'm trying to let go of this uh, uh, being so serious to me because I think the fun of the show is actually is not about what's best, but about people having different ideas. Yeah. That's what matters.
2: And society, too. They're all
0: out there. The show's about society? No,
2: that's what's best about society, too. Is not, oh, oh, yes. Not what's best, but of people, infinite combinations. Infinite, right. Uh, right. Infinite diversity. An 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 infinite combi- combinations.
3: Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
2: The coffee did Maybe Edict. the coffee is helping. Maybe God help us all if I hadn't copied up. Who knows what this would be.
0: for listening to the follow-up showdown things are going to get extra delectable next time when we tackle the movie hannibal please rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you can write a review and follow us on socials at the follow-up showdown on tiktok and instagram and on twitter at f showdown pod